It's Monday, Monday. I'm gonna treat Mondays like we treat Fridays. I'm gonna treat it with excitement. With excitement. Well, it should be exciting because it's yeah. like the start of the week. Uh-huh. Even though there's like still four days ahead of us. Yeah, but it's four days of endless possibilities, and you're starting your day with sipping tea with Joey Marie. And you got mm-hmm. a little gossip to yeah. start the week. Yeah, they got to get you all <laughs> pumped and stuff like that. We're going to deliver our message with a lot of vigor. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, we're vigorous young go-getters. Well, yes. you are. I'm a vigorous young old-getter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, same thing, same thing. One is just a little bit slower. So I'm over here trying to get my, my fitness on. You know, I've been uh, I've been hitting hard the weights lately because oh, yeah. I know this pandemic, I put on those pandemic pounds, got a little thick around the midsection area. Uh, I have obviously a gut bigger than my butt. That doesn't that doesn't work right. You, you're kind of offset a little In bit. Lo- uh, Unproportion. Yeah. yeah, disproportion. <laughs> disproportion. So I've been looking at different uh, types of workouts. Obviously, you know me, and uh, CrossFit is my thing. Oh yes. You know I've been I've been getting back to CrossFit for a bit. There I was doing Cholo Fit. You know uh-huh. you know putting the th- <laughs> just sitting there one my two elbows one up, two elbows up elbows up side, side to side, side elbows up and lean I was, like a Cholo yeah, lean like a Cholo I was getting all into that but then. Recently, I just discovered something really, really nice. What is it? It's called Crip Fit. Basically, you stay fit, lit, and ready to crip. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you know what, though? Because I did see that video of, because it's a, it's this famous Instagrammer, and he did this Crip Walk workout kind of thing. <laughs> it's but hilarious. In, but in a sense, though, that's a good leg workout. It is a good it's workout. It's a good leg workout. Because when I was watching, obviously, I was laughing, because, uh, you know, this is like mm. this is fun. And it's kind of like, you know, I think of it as like Zumba. Like, yeah. you're dancing. You're just like, you're just having the time of your life. But like what he was doing, I'm like, that's gonna burn your legs. Yeah, like, your calf your muscles. Le- yeah, you gonna get some ca- some crazy calf muscles. Oh yeah. So I was like, you know what? I think I'll do a little crip crip workout. You know what I mean? Just be sitting there. I mean, I can't lift weights like I'm CrossFit, but I can crip walk. But you can do it, man. That's that's the way to stay fit, lit, and ready to crip. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if y'all want to do it too, you you could do it. Yeah, look it up. Creative want, comedy. Yeah, if you want to do leg day, that's your leg day. Yeah, that's 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 your thing right there. Oh god. But I do need to create some kind of a workout, something that could be like my, uh, you know, my brand, mm-hmm. you know, something that I do, the Joey B. I don't know. I don't know. Try, I'm, to, I, try to claim something. Try, try to claim something <laughs> like uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Ah, don't <laughs> oh, get me started. Yeah. Don't get me started. You know, don't get me wrong. <laughs> this lady's I, crazy. I, I love that lady when she was on Glee. Like, she was uh-huh. my favorite because she was the substitute teacher. But like, her, and I loved her like on um, The Politician, which is yeah. like this Netflix show and stuff like that. But, oh my God, As a lady, person, she's kind of weird. She's kind of She's off. She's kind of no. She she's weird. Like, yeah, she's definitely. Weird. She's all up in her head, man. She's, she's try- like a little bit of an egomaniac. Yeah. Well, she's trying to claim she was pretty much the founder of COVID, and oh I'm like, girl, well, you not COVID. Not- it's a mask thing. No, well, she, she might as well call that she's confirmed she's the one who's the founder of COVID. Like, what the, well, she was saying something like this because she's the one who claims to be the first well, one wearing a mask. Well, it's because back in February 2020, right before COVID really hit, mm-hmm. she had posted an Instagram photo of her laying in bed with the mask. And people were like, oh, like, you know, that's just how she is. Like, she's a little weirdo wearing a mask and everything. And in a recent interview, someone had brought that up, like that photo, like, oh, like, you know, you were 
wearing a mask like quite early and she's like this is a familiar pattern in my life oh my I do something early everyone is like what is she doing she's insane and then it's adopted by the culture which which, which what she a cornball yeah which she says that part like, what do you mean adopted by culture it was a pandemic Damn. it was a pandemic people got to do to be safe <laughs> take a chill pill Pepper Potts I bet your Iron Man is turning in his grave right now Ooh. Oof. even just saying that hurt my heart no right <laughs> Girl, but then chill. not only that because like back in 2018 too she also tried to claim that she popularized yoga oh I heard about and that and I was like be- all because this one girl because obviously she's an older woman this one girl tells her like oh you're pretty old to be doing yoga and she's like and that's when I knew like I was the founder and I'm like no you're not no oh, you're not God. you're just an older lady like doing something that has been here for years yeah and she over here trying years. to claim uh, you know credit for it exactly oh but like even with that picture like with her wearing the mask she had during that time from she actually took a trip to france and she even said like oh she wore the mask like in this photo but didn't wear the mask when she went to that trip to france went to this party and then when she came back she had covid what? and i was like girl okay don't try to claim that like you doing something when it just it backfired oh on, goodness, on you right there lady. okay <laughs> yeah for real but did you hear about Dr. Dre? Ooh, Dre is in some. Uh, yeah, it's some. It's some. It got, had some. Got some issues going on right now. It's messy. Okay, this this divorce to start off is messy since the start. And if you guys listen to us on the Joey Barber Wake Up Show, yeah. we were we were here since yeah, we were, the start. We were following. Yeah. this uh, this breakup, this divorce. We're and, like the reporters on TMZ and how they yeah. they, they, fo- they follow the celebrities. <laughs> like we literally are like the people following along the story because Dr. Dre just dropped a diss track against his estranged e- wife. And I'm glad you're talking about it because you know <laughs> you know but i'm not gonna lie like what he said i was like oh he he didn't come to play he didn't come to play so i'll just kind of show you know kind of show a little bit what he's saying so he says try to kill me with them lies in that perjury i see you trying to mess with me while i'm in surgery and i see you deathbed on some money stuff greedy girl take a pick girl you know how money get Ooh, and girl substituted with the b word yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> e- mm-hmm. e- and i'm like oh Nicole, he's after you. He's I know, after you. <laughs> I know. But she comes off so extra, like, extra bougie, though. But you know what? Like, it's, I think when you get so used to a lifestyle such as that, especially when Dr. Dre, like, got, you know, super yeah, he's big. He's a billion with, dollar man. Yeah, Beats by Dre and everything. You're so used to this, like, l- luxurious lifestyle. Yeah. And then it gets taken away. And you're like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Where you going? <laughs> I know. Well, she's all, she's all upset as well, too, because she says that uh, when she left the home, uh, Dre was pissed at her and yeah. told her to get the F out, you know? And when he told her that, she left behind um, some, like, 20 fur coats in a cedar and temperature-controlled closet. Which, first of all, like, <laughs> girl, you got it out of temperature? Yeah. My coats are at 75 degrees all the time. Vintage <laughs> handbag. She had, like, designer clothes, so she's pissed because she's saying that when he threw a party, like, uh, last year sometime for the NBA playoffs, there was a bunch of hoochie mamas up in there posting up videos wearing her uh, clothes, like... Okay. Her Chanel slides. Now, that right there. Mm, If I mm, saw a woman, mm, a stranger, (laughs) in my closet with my clothes, yeah, (laughs) hands would be thrown from left to right. So I I get it on her side as as far as that goes. But, I mean, there's a lot of things she's doing that people are just like, girl, girl, please. You know what I mean? She's demanding a lot for money. A lot of money. And it's just like, well, then only that, she had filed a motion too, not too long ago, um, to get access to her home because she had suspected a mistress. 
sense. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like you're really That's just trying, another play to get yeah, some more money. You're just trying to do what you got to do. And obviously, Dr. Dre, like you said, like he's his multimillionaire. Like he, she's going to try to get enough money to where it's like, okay, I'll be good. Mm-hmm. But man, this divorce has really been nothing but a disaster. I mean, how much money is too much money? Girl, just get some money, get some of the pie, go on about your business and oh, you'll yeah. be all right. Well, because they had filed this divorce last summer. So like we've been dealing with this since last summer. Dre called me up the other day and he's like, Joey, you got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I got you. He's but, like, yo, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole called me and I was like, girl, look, I'm not trying to get in between mm-hmm. you two, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the issue that But happened. you know what? You like Wendy Williams. You like to start chaos, okay? <laughs> okay. You like to start <laughs> chaos. And that's why we here. And that's why we're here talking about Dre. But, it's Dre Day all day. Yeah, it's Dre, Dre Day, day all day. <laughs> but I just think in this situation right now, and especially because when Dre was in the hospital recently. That was messed up. He had an aneurysm. Yeah. Dude almost died. Yeah, and she's over died. here like, give me that money, son. Exactly. Because it's like, okay, I get it. Y'all divorce. You know, you're going through some stuff. But like at the same time, not once I've seen, I saw her post or even anything like her showing her get concern. Better, yeah. No. About him. It's like, you just because you get divorced doesn't mean you can stop caring. Exactly. Like, you guys been married for quite some There's time. Proof. That's all she wants is money. Yeah. It's like, y'all have money? kids and everything. <laughs> like, you still got to show some love. There's divorced yeah. couples that show love yeah. for each other no matter what, you know? Just saying. She was probably like, I hope this dude just freaking uh, um, uh, bites the big one. You know, yeah, croak. She, she's like, that how much money, money you think it'll take? Yeah. She's a wink, wink. Yeah, I know, <laughs> man. That's messed up. Netflix is raising their subscription prices. Mm-hmm. It's got me a little a little bothered. Okay. Because I'm a cheapskate and I'm trying to save money all the time. But then again, they drop like these crazy uh, documentaries like the Cecil Hotel. Oh, ooh, gosh. Okay. Ooh, so I ooh, know when we ooh, first like ooh. started our podcast, we told you guys we were to talk about the Cecil Hotel. And then you'll probably were thinking like, what, 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 what happened? happened? What happened? It's because we have to like really with us. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you again. Let's take our time. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, they mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do all that <laughs> to give you the right information. Yeah. Am I going to solve it? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll solve this, this mystery. Yeah, and then you'll be like, mystery. damn, y'all got a mystery machine? Be like, yeah, hop on in. Let's mm-hmm. go. And let's then, roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's just do it. But I think it's just so crazy because Netflix just had released that. It's a four-part docuseries of obviously... And the, we only watched the first episode you know, because we wanted to spread it out. Exactly. We want to kind of give you guys a little bit of here and there because obviously, you know, this disappearance of Elisa Lam, it's been such a popular thing ever since it, it occurred. What creeps me out about this is how they found her in that water um, tank. Yeah, in that water tank. Now, um, you know, uh, a spoiler alert if you haven't, if you don't know anything about yeah. this, but it was, it was what was freaky about is people were drinking the water and like, there's something funky about this water. Yeah, well, that's, that's what, what made that's me like, what they said. Whoa. And because this, so when she had disappeared, it was back in 2013. But like, to even like before to even get into that, the Cecil Hotel was very known for a lot of suicides. Um, there was a lot of like super famous murderers, like Richard Ramirez, like just oh, it, that guy creeped that me out. That place, that uh, docu series on Netflix. Oh no! Have See, you finished I, watching no, that? I didn't want to watch oh. it. See, here's the thing: I I try not to watch right stuff now. because I'm like, it's gonna get to me, and I'll be sitting like three o'clock in the I do give me like, nightmares when hello? I was a kid. No, but like the seasonal hotel, like in overall, like it's such a, it's definitely like a bad vibe place in yeah. Los Angeles. And to think that people still even go to the state, it just really like baffles me. What's but, in the area of Skid Row? So there's a lot of, uh, you know, transients and, and a lot of things that oh, kind of yeah. go down in that area. Oh, yeah. But the, what's crazy is because on the first episode, they obviously show, and which everyone knows this footage, because the way I, fi- I found out this footage was when BuzzFeed did the Unsolved Mystery, it was on um, Elisa Lam, was the video of her in the elevator. Oh, yeah. And she's like talking to someone and then she's kind of like, like going back. Somebody, oh. And I'm just like, what the heck? And then 
not like a week or two after they didn't find her in that water tank but the thing that gets me is they had a bunch of helicopters all around that area and that water tank was fully open so it's like for you to be like kind of not see somebody yeah, floating around in floating there. around because there is this janitor that he she didn't have a, weights or something that was no, weighing like, her down with there was a janitor that, that discovered her and they even oh. interviewed him and poor dude like poor dude has to relive that moment yeah. but to like have you know people complain like the water was dirty like it was brown and like there was just some like weird stuff and then they find her and they're like what the heck but there isn't enough evidence to even like what happened to this woman and what was she doing yeah because she kind of stopped talking to her family when the time that she was staying at that hotel and even then like her family was kind of like oh she didn't talk to us we'll we'll see her next week but little did they know little did they know what was going down but we'll talk about that a little bit more into our uh you know podcast one thing i do want to talk about is because we were talking about uh neighbors you know uh our weird neighbor stories and i have a really weird neighbor story you Mm -hmm. know this because you were living with me at the moment that this happened um but we we found all these odd neighbor stories man look at yeah on buzzfeed i mean buzzfeed really comes through with these stories but like the mysterious neighbor stories really get to me because they really are like Huh? Gives, like, you, the, gives you the creeps, happened? right? <laughs> well, this one right here is is kind of a, a it sounds like an old story because I've heard mm-hmm. this story t- retold in different ways. Yeah. Um, but it was about this uh, 13-year-old uh, kid who was hanging out with his brothers. They say they hang out all day, every day outside. outside. That's kind of how it was in the old school days. You know what I mean? You youngsters right now probably don't understand that. <laughs> but you go riding your bikes and you would come home. You know when you have to come home because the lights, you know, the the the, the street lights, when they turn on, you better be home because oh, you get be whooping. Home. You know, you know. It's like if you're not <laughs> there yeah. guess what happens yeah so so these guys were hanging out they hang out all day and they seen a, a neighbor kid yeah. and they're like let's hang out so they were hanging out with him for the past three days while they were hanging out with this kid on the fourth day he's like you know what i can't hang out today they're like all right cool man we'll just come over the next day yeah and come hang out with you so um they go knock on the door where they dropped him off and uh, nobody was answering the neighbor comes out and says hey uh why are you knocking on that door nobody lives there they're like what do you mean we just dropped off one of our friends here yesterday. Yeah. And they're like, nobody's lived there for years. And until this day, these kids say that they don't even know what like that what was happened? all about, where this kid was from or anything. So, see, like, I'm see, getting goosebumps right now. Yeah, I don't even see, want to talk about see, this. See, like, that creeps me out. Because, I'm not trying to open up no doorways, right? girl. <laughs> like, there, there's been a lot of encounters. And, like, even, like, people say to you, like... Like they meet like these you know individuals and they have like they have like full on blown conversations and then when they try to reconnect with that that individual it's like they did seem to exist mm-hmm. and that that's just like what but only that like for this kid to play with them for so long and then just kind of like mm-hmm. go on its way like and just disappear that is so weird but there was another one too like this family they live like I I want to say they kind of live like in um, France but they had a private street with five houses. And everyone who lived in those houses, they knew each other for decades. Like, everyone was just there from the beginning. And there was a house next to them, and there was a family that they interacted with quite quite some time. And they grew up with the kids, but they all attended different schools. So the only time they would see each other is when they'd be at home mm-hmm. because they were next-door neighbors. Well, one night, they said their entire family had woken up by sirens and a police officer ordering the whole house to be evacuated. They had thought that maybe it was because, you know, it was, like, their house. Like, there was a gas leak or, you know, whatever. So their, their mind was just like, okay, let's go. Like, get out. 
that's what it is. But then her dad realized it was a family next door, and so one by one they all came out with their hands above their heads, and the officer raided their house. And like they just watched their neighbors like lay on the grass, like all handcuffed and everything. But to this day, they never knew why, and the parents stopped talking to all of them. But they noticed that one of their boys was missing, and they haven't seen him since that night, and it's been five years. Wow! What if they had kidnapped this kid and they finally yeah, got and then back. they finally found it? Because there's a lot of stories like that that yeah. happens. Like yeah. the, these people like kidnap these children at young age, mm-hmm. and then they keep them in this house for such quite some time, mm-hmm. and then people find out. Like it, it's just it's such a bizarre thing because you definitely, if you're living next door to people like that, you wonder. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're always going to wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you would ever really figure out exactly what happened unless like it's on the news yeah. or you know someone. And then you just kind of let your mind wander yeah. and, and imagine all this trippy stuff but it's going like on. To happen. Yeah, and there was another one too. <laughs> I watch way too many scary movies. Yeah. Now let me tell you the story though because you know this story yeah. right here. We're gonna we're gonna uh, finish these stories with uh, Mr. H. Okay, mm-hmm. Mr. H was our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Mr. H, uh, we believe, had some sort of um, you know mental issues, but he was calm when he was was he taking his meds. Yeah. Okay, but um, he would always just trip out. You remember? Oh yeah. When He'd be we, yelling. When we first moved in, I think it was like not even a week or two, like because he would usually come out around three in the morning, two three in the morning, and he he would just be yelling. He yelling. never nothing, no violence or anything. Just, just be yelling. Be like minding his business, but like, yelling. Yeah, and I like one night I was like, what? And Remember like, when we had that storm? There was that crazy yeah! storm, and then one of the one of the electrical wires uh, busted in the back. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And it was just boom, hitting really hard. And remember, he was out in the in the front of his house, and he was yelling out, "Burn, mother ever burn!" Yeah, when he said that, I was like, "Oh, my house is right there." Nope. Yeah, and y'all were really real little, and so we're I I I, I had a, a relationship with the guy, yeah. you know. So I told him, "Hey, hey, H, Mister H, man, you need to calm down, bro. You're freaking out the kids." He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry." And then he goes back into his house, calm down and then a few weeks later he ripped apart all his uh, cabinets and everything and threw them out the front oh, door yeah. well remember? I remember that day because we had got back from a vacation and we were like unpacking and it was like probably around noon it was super early it wasn't even like the later in the day and like me and my sister are, like you know grabbing suitcases putting in the house you know going back and forth and I see Mr. H like he pu- he reversed his car and I'm like oh like he's leaving because he would leave you know lot, come back whatever mind his own business but then he reverses and they just drive straight to his garage and I'm like, what just happened? I and remember, then he yeah. He goes inside his house and starts tearing it down, and I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, I obviously like he, he's never really done any harm, but I'm like, I've never seen him during the day like act like this. And then he like he just rebuilds. Like he, yeah. he has this episode, and then he's just like builds back his door, yeah. his windows. Well, I remember like, coming back, and, he, and I was like, what happened to this guy's garage? And yeah. then you told me this whole story. But no, what was the, the trippiest thing? This is how this this story of oh, Mr. Yes. H ends, which is which makes me sad because again, he was he was he was really cool with me. I didn't have no issues with him mm-hmm. other than he have his episodes. But um, one day, I remember it was it was it was close to to the holidays. Yes, and I saw a package mm-hmm. at his house. And it was sitting in the front, right there, in the front door. And I remember seeing it. And then I I, I, I drove by, and the week passed, and the, the packages were still, still there. Still there, yeah. And I hadn't seen Mr. H, remember? Well, yeah, because so, we, we talked about because the thing yeah. about him was he would he would leave because he had um a, like, a close family member. Yeah. So he would kind of go hang out with them. You know, he probably wouldn't return for like a week or two. So it was very common for us to not see him, but we would still see him yeah. enough to be like, okay, but when we when you well, brought it caused that alarm. Package, That's yeah. why I, I went next door uh, to our other neighbor, and I was like, have you seen Mr. H? Because I haven't seen him, and there's that package that's been sitting there. She's like, yeah, I noticed that. 
I go, don't you think it's weird? Because I know he would have grabbed that package. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, it's fine. And this was, I'm guessing, this was somewhere around November. Yeah. And I remember, you know, Christmas comes around and it's still there. It's all weathered, this package. Mm-hmm. And I'm tripping out over here going like, What's going on here? Why isn't this guy grabbing his well, package? Well, it was a lot of contemplation, like whether or not to go, like knock yeah, to on go his door. on his door, yeah, or check it out. And I remember um, Christmas passes. Mm-hmm. The package is still there. I'm at work, and then we're all, all at, at school. school. Yeah, we're yeah. all at school. And I get a phone call from our neighbor, and she says, "Hey, um, oh wait, wait, rewind, 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 yeah, rewind, okay, rewind." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forget what you just heard. <laughs> rewind real quick. This is what tripped me out. It was like. Two nights before this call yeah. from my next door neighbor, I was sleeping. Remember, I told you mm-hmm. I woke up, freaked out because I, I felt somebody ran into our room and was like trying to tell me something. And when I woke up, I looked up and I saw this shadowy figure, and I was like, "What is that?" Because at the time we yeah. were gone, we yeah. like my, me, my my sister, or like my siblings and my mom, we had went on, yeah. on to go see my other family, yeah. so we weren't there that. Yeah, weekend. and it tripped me out, uh-huh. and I was like, and that's when I thought. There's got to be something wrong with Mr. Mm-hmm. H. I just thought, it, I thought for some it reason in my feeling, mind, like, it was a feeling like that was Mr. H coming to tell me something. Yeah. And that's what, and then it was like, right when you guys got back, okay, back forward to that yeah. story, I get the phone call from the neighbor and the neighbor says, are your kids home? I was like, no, they're at school. And she's like, remember what we were talking about? And I was like, what's that? Oh no, man, don't tell me Mr. H. She goes, yeah, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he had taken his own life. Yeah. And this happened, like, it must have happened because he had been there for a bit. Yeah. Well, then he had two dogs, he had too, two as dogs. well. And they died of starvation. They died of starvation. Mm-hmm. They just stayed by his side. Mm-hmm. So you had the dogs and you had Mr. H and they were all gone. Mm-hmm. And man, that, I mean, even talking about it right now. It gives you chills. R.I.P. Mr. H. You know, I don't know where it came to that, you know, to that point. But man. But it, it was crazy yeah. because even after that happened. Um, we started having like a lot of weird stuff happening yeah. in our house because I remember for like a couple weeks straight, like I would wake up around like two thirty and I would hear scratches by my window, Oof. like scratch by my window, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and I would call my sister and I'm like, hey, like do you hear that? And I would tell my friends at school, I'm like, I hear a scratching noise at this particular time, and I remember one of my friends was like, call me when it happens. So I called him because as soon as I heard, it, I was like, do you hear it too? Like, am I hallucinating? She's like, no, like I hear it. And I remember when you shot a video. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, MEG shot a uh-huh. video. Uh, Mike Ill, the song's called Ill. Look it up. Yes. But right in front, you'll see the house where this happened. He's in this in front of this house. But MEG had to close the shop because mm-hmm. he said in that window there was these weird lights uh, through the window, and that's when I told him, "What do you mean weird lights?" He goes, "Yeah, it seemed like there was two lights above, and then there was four lights closer to the bottom." And I was like. No, you're messing with me. He goes, no, no, because he didn't know this story of yeah, Mr. Yeah, he didn't H. know it, yeah. And he goes, no, there was like, like it almost looked like a like eyes, you know, like mm-hmm. eyes. And I go, so the eyes were higher. So so let's just say this. Mm-hmm. Could it have been like, let's say, the eyes of a person and then the eyes of, of dogs Animals, in the bottom? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, I don't know, I guess, yeah, something like that. And then I told him the story and he's like, oh, heck no, dude. Then he started freaking out. He goes, I'm so glad I, yeah. I closed the shop. So you won't see the shop, but you'll see the house. You'll see the where, house. Where this happened. And uh, oh my goodness, it gave us all the creeps. But yeah, weird neighbor stories. If you have any, you guys got to hit us up on Seriously, our social media. Because I like it. Like I said, like neighbor stories are, you know, you obviously you live, especially if you lived in neighborhoods for decades, you think you know people around your area. Mm-hmm. And then you hear some crazy stuff and you're like, 
Oh, Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> it's like that old school movie with uh, Sh- uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Disturbia. Yes. Yeah. There's so oh, many weird God. movies like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we want to take this time real quick to throw shout outs to everyone who's been tuning in uh, to our podcast. We got people from France. Yeah, oh, shout, oh, shout out to my homie yeah. who's listening in yeah, France. You, in. You've been a real Yeah, MVP. you're a real one right there. And if you know, if you An Australian s- homie too? Yeah, Australia. Yeah. We got Iowa. We got Minnesota. Yeah. Like, Everywhere. y'all be really like, you surprised me because I. I, I know, like, I mean, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. Like, I know we're pretty great, but, like, to hear, like, to see that someone's listening to no, me it's from all love. France, yeah. like, boy, I got you. Or it's girl, boy or girl, yeah. I got you. If and you want to send me croissants, that would be that would be okay. I'd be okay with that. Hey, hit us up anywhere on social media, Bravo 208 You can find me everywhere, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all of that. And, and then me, Aaliyah Marie 208 I'm currently only on Facebook and Instagram. I'm still debating about a TikTok, so it's not been confirmed. <laughs> but, you know, if that person from France sends me croissants, maybe I will start a TikTok. I don't know. You never know. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> also, if you want to follow my radio show, it's Rolling with Bravo. That's anywhere on social media as well. Go check us out. But again, thank you everyone who's been supporting the podcast. This is only our third episode, yeah. but we're getting crazy amount of downloads from all over the country and like we said, overseas as well too. Yeah, like y'all really keeping me like excited every week when I come because I'm like, who else is going to listen to it's me? It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's all love. Thank you so much everyone tuning in. We love y'all and don't forget, man, you have a whole week of endless possibilities. Mm-hmm. Take that shot, alright? Get that goal started right now. Get that first step Get that money. Let's go, alright? Thank you so much. It's sipping tea with Joey and Marie. Fran, fran, fran.